0: Well, Chip, it looks like okay. a long one. Oh, well, oh, it's not that bad. Oh yeah, you always say that, Eric. Yeah, you always say that. I thought I'd say it for everyone this thank, time. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's good. Five dollars for Ooh, long. Woo, hoo, hoo, hoo. That song's been woo, stuck in my hoo, head hoo.
1: for two days now. Oh yeah, so really? I it out for two days. Yeah, that's great. It's catchy.
0: Yeah, it's so good. It doesn't
1: work. It's not true. Anyway,
0: hey, the world's crazy. Speaking of crazy, Eric, we're gonna read. On day 33, Exodus chapter 29 and 30. And we're going to skip up to the Gospel of John and read one of your favorites, John 17.
1: That is one of my favorites. Good. And and you know what else is one of my favorites? This phrase. You may remember it. Oh. It's not $5 football. Oh, okay. He You're started right. dancing like I, I was going to yeah, do the $5 I football. I, getting, I really get into it. Listen, if it's your first year, just buckle up because it's time now. It's time to hear about the long lobe of the liver. Yay! Hey! Guess is hey! back. Oh long right. lobe of the liver lasagna. Oh, yummy, yummy. Yes. Get oh, excited because it's long man. lobe of the liver time. It is,
0: folks. You're gonna love this. It's
1: delicious. Yeah. Mm. You eat the short lobe of the liver? No good.
0: Oh, please. Medium I lobe of the liver? From... Oh, yeah.
1: That's for human garbage. Yeah. Not doing it close. Long lobe of the liver. It has to be long. Chef's kiss. It it has, has to be long. It has to be. Hats off of all the liver liver lobes. Yeah, no, yeah. The long liver lobe lobe is the best. Yeah. Oh Oh, man. Why am I telling them stuff they already know? Everybody knows this. All right, let's move on. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Exodus chapter 29, dedication of the priests. This is the ceremony you must follow when you consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Take a young bull and two rams with no defects. Then, using choice wheat flour and no yeast, make loaves of bread, thin cakes mixed with olive oil, and wafers spread with oil. Place them all in a single basket and place them at the entrance of the tabernacle along with the young bull and two rams. Present Aaron and his sons at the entrance of the tabernacle and wash them with water. Dress Aaron in his priestly garments, the tunic, the robe worn with the ephod, the ephod itself, and the chest piece. Then wrap the decorative sash of the ephod around him. Place the turban on his head and fasten the sacred medallion to the turban. Then anoint him by pouring the anointing oil over his head. Next, present his sons and dress them in their tunics. Wrap the sashes around the waist of Aaron and his sons and put their special head coverings on them. Then then the right to the priesthood will be theirs by law forever. In this way, you will ordain Aaron and his sons. Bring the the young bull to the entrance of the tabernacle where Aaron and his sons will lay their heads on it. Hands on it. (laughs) Hands on its head. There it is. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Then slaughter the bull in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tabernacle. Put some of its blood on the horns of the altar with your finger and pour out the rest at the base of the altar. Take all the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and the fat around them and burn it all on the altar. Then take the rest of the bull, including its hide, meat and dung and burn it outside the camp as a sin offering. Next, Aaron and his sons must lay their hands on the head of one of the rams. Then slaughter the ram and splatter its blood against all sides of the altar. Cut the ram into pieces and wash off the internal organs and the legs. Set them alongside the head and the other pieces of the body. Then burn the entire animal on the altar. This is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord.
0: Now take the other ram and have Aaron and his sons lay their hands on its head. Then slaughter it and apply some of its blood to the right ear lobes of Aaron and his sons. Also put it on the thumbs of the right hands and the big toes of the right feet. Splatter the rest of the blood against the sides of the altar. Then take some of the blood from the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it it on Aaron and his sons and on their garments. In this way, they and their garments will be set apart as holy. Since this is the ram for the ordination of Aaron and his sons, take the fat of the ram, including the fat of the broad tail, the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver, and two kidneys in the fat around them, along with the right thigh. Then take one round loaf of bread, one thin cake mixed with olive oil, and one wafer from the basket of bread without yeast that was placed in the Lord's presence. Put all these in the hands of Aaron and his sons to be lifted up as a special offering to the Lord. Afterward, take the various breads from from their hands burn them on the altar along with the burnt offering. It is a pleasing aroma to the Lord, a special gift for him. Then take the breast of Aaron's ordination ram and lift it up in the Lord's presence as a special offering to him. Then keep it as your own portion. Set aside the portions of the ordination ram that belong to Aaron and his sons. This includes the breast and the thigh that were lifted up before the Lord as a special offering. In the future, whenever the people of Israel lift up a peace offering, a portion of it must be set aside for Aaron and his descendants. This is their permanent right, and it is a sacred offering from the Israelites to the Lord. Aaron's sacred garments must be preserved for his descendants who succeed him, and they will wear them when they are anointed and ordained. The descendant who succeeds him as high priest will wear these clothes for seven days as he ministers in the tabernacle in the holy place. Take the ram used in the ordination ceremony and boil its meat in a sacred place. Then Aaron and his sons will eat this meat along with the bread in the basket at the tabernacle entrance. They alone may eat the meat and bread used for the purification in the ordination ceremony. No one else may eat them, for these things are set apart and holy. If any of the ordination meat or bread remains until the morning, it must be burned. It may not be eaten, for it is holy. This is how you will ordain Aaron and his sons to their offices, just as I have commanded you. The ordination ceremony will go on for seven days. Each of you must sacrifice a young bull as a sin offering to purify them, making them right with the Lord. Afterward, cleanse the altar by purifying it, making it holy by anointing it with oil. Purify the altar and consecrate it every day for seven days. After that, the altar will be absolutely holy, and whatever touches it will become holy. These are the sacrifices you are to offer regularly on the altar each day. Offer two lambs that are a year old, one in the morning and the other in the evening. With one of them, offer two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of pure oil of pressed olives. Also, offer one quart of wine as a liquid offering. Offer the lamb in the evening along with the same offerings of flour and wine as in the morning. It will be a pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord. These burnt offerings are to be made each day from generation to generation. Offer them the Lord's presence at the tabernacle entrance. There I will meet with you and speak with you. I will meet the people of Israel there in the place made holy by my glorious presence. Yes, I will consecrate the tabernacle in the altar and I will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priest. Then I will live among the people of Israel and be their God and they will know that I am the Lord their God. I am the one who brought them out of the land of Egypt so that I can live among them I am the Lord their God.
1: Exodus chapter 30. Plans for the incense altar. Then make another altar of acacia wood for burning incense. Make it 18 inches square and 36 inches high, with its horns at the corners carved from the same piece of wood as the altar itself. Overlay the top sides and horns of the altar with pure gold and run a gold molding around the entire altar. Make two gold rings and attach them on opposite sides of the altar below the gold moldings to to hold the carrying poles. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Make the incense altar just outside the inner curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant in front of the Ark's cover, the place of atonement, that covers the tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. I will meet you. I will meet with you there. Every morning when Aaron maintains the lamps, he must burn fragrant incense on the altar. And each evening when he lights the lamps, he must again burn incense in the Lord's presence. This must be done from generation to generation. Do not offer any unholy incense on this altar or any burnt offerings, grain offerings, or liquid offerings. Once a year, Aaron must purify the altar by smearing its horns with blood from the offering made to purify the people from their sin. This will be a regular annual event from generation to generation, for this is the Lord's most holy altar.
0: Money for the tabernacle. Then the Lord said to Moses, Whenever you take a census of the people of Israel, each man who is counted must pay a ransom for himself to the Lord. Then no plague will strike the people as you count them. Each person who is counted must give a small piece of silver as a sacred offering to the Lord. This payment is half a shekel, based on the sanctuary shekel, which equals 20 geras. All who have reached their 20th birthday must give the sacred offering to the Lord. When this offering is given to the Lord to purify your lives, making you right with him, the rich must not give more than the specified amount, and the poor must not give less. Receive this ransom money from the Israelites and use it for the care of the tabernacle. It will bring the Israelites to the Lord's attention, and it will purify your lives."
1: Plans for the wash basin. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a bronze wash basin with a bronze stand. Place it between the tabernacle and the altar and fill it with water. Aaron and his sons will wash their hands and feet there. They must wash with water whenever they go into the tabernacle to appear before the Lord and when they approach the altar to burn up their special gifts to the Lord or they'll die. They must always wash their hands and feet or they'll die. This is a permanent law for Aaron and his descendants to be observed from generation to generation.
0: The anointing oil. Then the Lord said to Moses, "Collect choice spices: twelve and a half pounds of pure myrrh, myrrh, myrrh six and a fourth pounds of fragrant cinnamon, six and a fourth pounds of fragrant cal- calamus, and twelve and a half pounds of cassia, as measured by the weight of the sanctuary shekel. Also, get one gallon of olive oil. Like a skilled incense maker, blend these ingredients to make a holy anointing oil. Use this sacred oil to anoint the tabernacle." the Ark of the Covenant, the table and all of its utensils, the lampstand and all of its accessories, the incense altar, the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils, and the wash basin with its stand. Consecrate them to make them absolutely holy. After this, whatever touches them will also become holy. Anoint Aaron and his sons also, consecrating them to serve me as priests. And say to the people of Israel, this holy anointing oil is reserved for me from generation to generation. It must never be used to anoint anyone else. And you must never make any... Blend like it for yourselves. It is holy and you must treat it as holy. Anyone who makes a blend like it or anoints someone other than a priest will be cut off
1: from the community. The incense. Then the Lord said to Moses, gather fragrant spices, resin droplets, mollusk shell, and galvanum, and mix these fragrant spices and pure frankincense weighed out in equal amounts. Using the usual techniques of the incense maker, blend the spices together and sprinkle them with salt to produce a pure and holy incense. Grind some of the mixture into a very fine powder and put it in front of the Ark of the Covenant, where I will meet with you in the tabernacle. You must treat the incense as most holy. Never use this formula to make this incense for yourselves. It is reserved for the Lord, and you must treat it as holy. Anyone who makes incense like this for personal use will be cut off from the community.
0: Okay, move ahead in the New Testament to the Gospel of John. We're going to read John chapter 17, the prayer of Jesus. After saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you've given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one that you've given him. And this is the way to have eternal life. To know you, the only true God, in Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. I brought glory to you here on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. I have revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now know that everything I have is a gift from you, for I have passed on to them the message that you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you, and they believe you sent me. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you've given me, because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me, so they belong, so they bring me glory. Now I'm departing from the world. They are staying in this world, but I'm coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name, Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that no one was lost except the one headed for destruction, as the scriptures foretold.
1: Now I'm coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world so they would be filled with my joy. I have given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world just as i do not belong to the world i'm not asking you to take them out of the world but to keep them safe from the evil one they do not belong to this world any more than i do make them holy by your truth teach them your word which is truth just as you sent me into the world i am sending them into the world and i give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so i can be made holy so they can be made holy by your truth i'm praying not only for these disciples but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us, so the world will believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me, so they may be, so they may be one as we are one. I am in them, and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me, and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want to see these whom you have given me who have given me to be with me wherever I am. I want, there it is, I want these whom you have given me to be with me wherever I am. Then they can see all the glory you have given me because you loved me even before the world began. O oh, righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do, and these disciples know you sent me. I have revealed you to them, and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them, and I will be in them. And And that that is is our our reading reading today. today. That is our reading today, Chip. It is, Eric. We had a couple questions. We do. Yeah, and the questions were, uh, how does this help me love God better or more? How does this help me love others better or more? Mm -hmm. So, Chip, how does this help me love God, or help you love God better or more?
0: Yeah, I would say it helps me love God better or more because of His model to us of intercessory prayer. So you have God the Son you're praying for, for us, mm-hmm. praying for His followers, for His people. I mean, He pours out His heart to God the Father on our behalf, Yep, you know? And uh, I just, I love that, and I'm so thankful for that. Like, He really loves us so much that He intercedes for us and really sets the model for us, you know? and. Maybe this gets into what we do, your question, but, you know, that we model that in intercessory prayer. I love intercessory prayer. maybe mm-hmm. I love it because God models it through his son for us. You know, it, I think it's so powerful to go to God the Father on behalf of someone else and, yeah. and lift them up. Yep. And uh, it, it is and its biblical, you know, Jesus modeled it and by doing it for us. And I just love that.
1: Yeah, um, I think you're absolutely right that that goes into, you know, how we love others better, too. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense that loving God more would cause us to love others more. That's like, (laughs) yeah, you know. Um, Yeah. So I think that that's great. I love John 17 strictly. I mean, it's it's got this beautiful language that, you know, Jesus is known for this unity love language. But I also just love what you said. Mm -hmm. He's praying for us. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? right? Pretty amazing. Um, let's see what we got back here in Exodus. I didn't pick out anything for loving others back here in Exodus. Um, I will say this, that this kind of stands out to me a little bit, um, and I talk you know, I will sometimes this answer will include being a leader, or being a helper, or being a follower. Um, one of the things that stands out to me here is uh, Aaron and his sons as they get their priestly garments put on them. You know, Aaron's getting this turban put on him. He's getting this medallion put on his turban, and he's getting his robe for the ephod, and the ephod, and the sash, and the, you know, all these things are being put on him. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not putting them on himself.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, I think that that says something too, right? Like, Hmm. you know, that. Well, I guess in this case, Moses and Aaron are kind of partnering to lead the nation of Israel, right? And and God is using Moses to, um, kind of anoint Aaron for this, and I just think that there's something about that that you know Moses dresses him and you know when we're leaders of people and we want to see them step into the role God has for them I think sometimes we are quick to kick them out the door you know naked and afraid but what God is showing oh, yeah. is this process of preparing and um you know clothing them and getting them ready for the role and um yeah yeah so I think that there's something there so I don't know how to say it exactly but I think as a leader, we need to do a good job of encouraging other people to take up solid leadership roles and then equipping them to do it. That's good.
0: Yeah. yeah, So good. So important. And that's the, the DNA of what we try to do. I also. was just about to say, that's yeah. what we do at our churches.
1: Yeah. So. so it's awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well,
0: hey, thanks for joining us today. You know, be sure to hug your neighbor today.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just walk right up to him. Yeah. Just give him a hug. Hey. Mm-hmm. It's me. And then you hug him. That's all you You're do. You're like, oh. Yeah, I know. I'm not
0: Eric's been hugging people all day today.
1: I have. Yeah. So if you read about that (laughs) in the newspaper. Now you know why. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye.